imposter syndrome. It's it's all of that. And, you know, I think Steve Jobs, you know, suffered from some of that, right? He was, you know, ad- adopted and, um, you know, and all those insecurities. Like, I didn't feel, even when I had, I didn't feel, you know, worthy, right? I, I mean, I'm an only child and, you know, my parents weren't college edu- educated. We can find all these insecurities. My dad was a blue collar worker and, you know, I lived in the country and I didn't have cable, right, in seventh and eighth grade when, you know, MTV was hitting the world and those kind of things. We can all find things and make excuses. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Mental Purpose Podcast or welcome to the Mental Purpose Podcast if this is your first time. Awesome. Grateful to have you here. This episode's going to be great. I, I get a little out of control with my, the, the time. I just had so much fun in this episode with Lance, our guest. It, it just was, uh, it, it, the time just flew by. And before I knew it, it was like 50 minutes and he had to run and I had to run. So you're going to have a lot of cool, fun, very intricate talks about all kinds of stuff. And before we get to that, let me talk to you about what we've got going on in the mental purpose world. And I want to talk to you about Lance. And so uh, one of the things I want to talk to you about is a couple of things that I mentioned in the, uh, in the interview or in the episode. One of them is our domain audit. And in our mastermind program, we have this thing called the 10 domains. It's kind of like the 10 areas of your life where you spend the most time and energy and money and, and just your resources. And, and what we like to do when people say like, I don't, I want to get into your programs. I'm just not sure where to start. The domain audit is one of the first places where you can start and we'll send it to you for free. All you got to do is DM me at mental purpose podcast on Instagram or shoot us an email at uh, or it's mental purpose podcast at gmail.com. Or if you're in the mental purpose community, just message one of us and say, you know, message me and say, Hey, I want the domain audit. Got it. No problem. It's coming out to you. It will help you so much. Just get clarity and focus and structure and framework and understanding of your next moves. Cause we find that a lot of people just run so loose in life and they're, they're thinking they're successful because they're making a lot of money. However, uh, that's not the case. And you're probably limited or struggling or challenged in all a ton of other areas of your life, like marriage or like fatherhood or motherhood, or your business is suffering or your health is suffering. So let's get you the domain audit. Second thing we talk about in this is going to be goal setting and business planning. We've got something for you too, in that respect, again, free. Don't don't not take action on this. This is so exciting for us because this is what we love to do. We love to help people get clarity and get focused. If you are having trouble with goal setting or making a plan for yourself, if you're trying to start a business or you have a business and you need a business plan, we have an outline. We have a structure for you. We'll help you get more clarity. And that's that's it. All right. So that's that's those are the, the offerings right now. Take advantage of that. Lastly, if you haven't joined the mental purpose community yet, go join the mental purpose community. It's free. We have so much damn value in there. It's an ecosystem of like-minded people that are just working on their relationships with themselves, their family and their business or their career. And that's where we start. That's the foundational elements of everything. You got that? You good with that? Sweet. All right. Let me tell you about Lance now. So Dr. Lance, I'm going to read his bio because I met Lance uh, six weeks ago at an event uh, in Park City, Utah, at a at a mastermind event that Aaron and I were asked to speak at, and you just know these people that you're supposed to just connect with. The universe just gives a clear sign, and Lance was one of those people. And I said, "Man, I love your story." He sent me his book, which I really, really, really enjoy. Like not just promoting it. I'm I'm telling you, I'm reading this personally. Um, 
And I said, look, man, like you have such a cool story. Jump on the podcast. And by the way, we're going to have to do another episode because the time just flew by just to learn more about him. And he's got so much wisdom. So let me read you his bio and then get right into the episode. You ready? Okay. Dr. Lance Knob, he helps entrepreneur, entrepreneurs scale their businesses and create the lives they love while protecting and improving their health, even during times of overwhelm or extreme stress. Lance is an entrepreneur, a doctor of physical therapy, certified strength and conditioning specialist, an adjunct professor at Rutgers University, doctor of physical therapy program. The guy's doing amazing. So you'll learn from him, a, you know, an entrepreneur who bootstrapped from zero to seven figures and overcame adversity to accomplish the dream business goal of building a rock star team to fiercely operate the businesses and give him the freedom that he wanted as well as the financial resources. It's a great interview. There's so many damn cool things that we talk about. We're going to talk about slowing down, imposter syndrome, forcing yourself to relax, freeing yourself from the internal car incarceration that the past and future put on your present. Like, why are you doing all this? Finding your purpose, finding your mission, developing a plan, developing a life plan and a business plan for yourself, working on yourself and the importance of personal development in your entrepreneurial journey. We're going to talk about sustainability and how to actually get that and a ton of other stuff. I think I've talked enough. Here's the episode. Enjoy. All right, Lance, let's get rolling, man. I, I, I'm excited because I was telling you before, there's a lot of people that come on here that have a book and sometimes I'll read the book, um, just to make sure that I'm, I'm a little more prepped for the interview. Your book is actually really, really good. And I, and I, I want to showcase to people that in, in Lance and I's situation, the universe delivers the people that are supposed to be in your life. You just need to get out of the way and remove distraction so that it's clear. And I met you in Park City at a, at a mastermind event a month and a half ago. And here we are on the podcast. Um, Aaron and I were doing uh, some stage work and coaching on vision and mission and, and person and purpose and developing a purpose statement and a purpose for your life. And you were in that audience. And we, we, before we started recording, we were talking about how most entrepreneurs just jump right into revenue production and sales, which is fine. Yet they never look back and develop that foundational element. So let's start there, man. Like, why is that so, in your opinion, why is that so critical? Cause I've got my own opinion too. Um, to yeah, an entrepreneur's journey. Yeah, and well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's so awesome to be here. I mean, we connected immediately, you know, I, I resonated with your, you know, your topic and you and Aaron were absolutely incredible. Just mind numbing, mind blowing. Thanks, you know, I, I was just, um, you know, on the edge of my seat. I, I couldn't hold it all in, <laughs> you know, mission and vision. This is some of my favorite yeah. stuff. So you actually just gave me an additional point to talk about, you know, pre-interview, we were kind of talking about how, you know, the biggest mistake I see with entrepreneurs doing what I call the marketing business plan. And I kind of consolidated that to a two hour fast and functional version of that, because fortunately I had a mentor that taught me a traditional business planning process. And she had the luxury of having, you know, months and even years to take the new companies at IBM through this process. And in 2018, when I started coaching and consulting and serving small business owners, I realized that at most I was going to get a two hour window sure. of time. So I tried to squeeze it all into that and, um, and really just come up with this usable 
process. And, and we also just kind of talked about the process is the yep. magic. So most entrepreneurs want to skip straight to actions and they don't really want to stand up on the mountain and do any strategy. And it's a little bit of a balance between strategic work and tactics, you know, slash action. But then you also just uh, threw out the, the gold point as well just now about, you know, entrepreneurs kind of doing some, you know, I think you were kind of, you know, referring to like uh, personal development yeah. and introspective yeah. work as well. And I absolutely think that is foundation and fundamental agreed 1000%. It is. You know, what's interesting is a lot of the guys and women, because we, we're getting a lot more women asking to join the group and be a part of our masterminds. We have a women's only mastermind coming up. Depending on when this goes out, it may already be, may already be rolling. We have a spouse's mastermind that guys have asked for. And what's interesting is the commonality. Um, the group where I met you, there was 45 guys in that audience in the first session that Aaron and I did. It was 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. So this a lot of guys is, is like they're, they go so fast and so hard myself and probably yourself included. And at a certain point, there's a breakdown, a major breakdown, health relationships, uh, fatherhood. If we're talking about men, motherhood, if we're talking about women, or you realize that you don't know who the hell you are and you don't know why the hell you're here. And you just went through 10 years, 20 years of, of like, you know, sacrifice and, and, and grind. And all of a sudden you pop up for air and you look around and you go, Oh my God, I'm 45 years old. I'm 55 years old. What just happened? I missed so much of my children's lives. I, I, I was focused on money the whole time and my wife left me. I mean, I'm talking about extremes, but they're not that extreme. They're reality for a very, a, a huge majority of men that we speak to out there. And it's because of our programming. And we talk about this a lot on here. So let's dig into that for a second. A lot of men who come up for air at a certain point. And by the way, I'm not, I'm not negating the 25-year-olds either. I, I know a lot of 25 to 30-year-olds who are like, I'm not going down that road. I want to I I end this cycle right now. Why do you think, why do you think people are just burying their heads and going for it and saying, you know what, I'll work on me later. I'll take care of me later, health-wise, mental health-wise, emotion. I'll take care of that later. Why is that? Well, see, you already skipped a step. Most people don't even realize <laughs> that step one is working right. on yourself. So I think we're in agreement there. Now, many people may not agree with that or realize that, but you know, you're reading the 4% breakthrough and my step one is figuring out your cause and all of the first section, the first five right. chapters are really, you know, focused on that. So I think you and I are already there now to answer your question. Yeah. Why don't people, more people do that? I think, you know, I'm just going to speculate a little bit. These are small, you know, from the entrepreneurs I'm talking to, I, you know, so not really, you know, validated research, but I think it's not easy work. We're all busy with distractions, right? I mean, society, there's constant dings, notifications. I mean, we know technology is designed to to distract us and engage us. We know that once you start a company, right, that it is really all engrossing. And, and most of us don't have the skills, personal development skills, our personal sure. skills, our business fundamentals. And then even if we do know the the lifestyle, you know, basics, 
sleep and nutrition, exercise, posture, um, it, it's still, for example, sleep is the easiest yeah. thing to compromise and give up, right? I've talked to so many entrepreneurs over the years and when there's more coming on, you know, they're just going to quickly say, well, I'll just sleep less and it just doesn't work. It's not sustainable. Sure. Dude, that is so operative. One of the biggest foundational and fundamental elements that mental purpose is built on is every one of our programs, curriculums, exercises, everything that we take people through. And I felt this from you too in this book, like your book is very loaded up and it's not that big, like it's loaded though. The biggest fundamental piece is sustainability. I've been through so many courses and, and seminars and curriculums and coaching programs that they took you to a level and then they sold you something else. They took you to a level and then the next thing. Oh, here's the next thing. It's 10,000. Oh, now this one's 20,000. Oh, this one's 50,000. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is how sustainable is it when you have to keep putting another quarter in the machine? You know what I mean? And there's already so much dragging yeah. on the sustainability of our lives, dragging on our mindshare. You mentioned, um, you mentioned distractions. Let's also add avoidance tactics and escapism in there too, right? So those, a lot of those right. distractions are to get away from those feelings that we feel inside and we're running constantly. And that's where we circle back to personal development again. It is, it is more responsible than not as an entrepreneur to, to go into the depths of you, the deep, dark shit that you might not want to. It's scary. It hurts. It's some pain. It is highly responsible, in my opinion, I'll ask you your opinion too, to, to really focus on you and dig into you. And I believe that when you do that, your life, your business, your family, your money, your future is way more sustainable than it is currently. Way more. Would you agree yeah, with that? I agreed a thousand yeah. percent. And, you know, I found my, you know, quote, morning routine, right? And how Elrod type language just growing, uh, you know, I, there's someone named Sean Delaney who's local to this area and he has a top 10 business podcast. And I think he, you know, I, I was blown away He had like a three or four hour morning routine. And I was just like, how is that yeah. possible? But now that, you know, I'm starting with exercise and actually doing my, my personal development reading in the, in the yep. morning and doing more like pleasure type reading at night, it is very easy to, you know, doing my journaling and affirmations to, to, and, and I, to just spend this much time. And frankly, when I don't do it, I, I, I miss it. And you know, I'm just not the same. I'm not as good of a person sure. for others. So I really have to, to invest that time. So it, it's, it, it's easy to do your, your point as well taken. For How sure. did you get into this? Like, was there a breakdown? Uh, was there a fail point, you know, years ago or, or how did you, how did you move into the personal development space? Yeah, give us yeah, some of your backstory so, too, so you, we so the audience can really get to know you. Please, yeah, thanks for sure. asking. So, you know, my real, you know, backstory and passion is in 2011, we had three offices. My wife and I are both physical physical therapists, doctors of physical therapy, and our company is called Breakthrough Physical Therapy and Fitness. So we had three offices, about 30 employees. And we just had our third child. So we had three children under the age of wow. four. And I was spinning a lot of plates and really just abusing my body. I was not sleeping enough and exercising enough. And 
taking care of myself and doing all the things that I know I needed to do and my body reached its threshold, mm-hmm. it it stopped working. My digestive system, my GI system shut down and I couldn't eat and I had to embarrassingly run to the bathroom nonstop and I just couldn't function. I couldn't treat patients. I didn't have any energy, any nutrition and I certainly couldn't lead our team. I can remember in July of 2011 standing at our, our main office in front of our collective team and I remember the looks on our summer interns faces, our front office, our doctors of physical therapy, everyone who I was trying to passionately lead and I was just drained and had nothing in the tank. And fortunately I was able to, you know, get through, but my body forced me to slow down, shut down. And then exactly what we're talking about. I spent more resources and time on my personal development and then business fundamentals and, you know, best business and, and business basics, whatever you want to call it. And then lastly, what I already knew as a doctor of physical therapy and a personal trainer and the owner of that type of business, you know, I wove in health, you know, healthy lifestyle into that. I, I got better sleep. I ate better. I, you know, exercised. I, I made my priorities a priority. It's a good way of saying it. What about the guy that's, that's listening to this and going, yeah, but Lance, I got kids too, man. I got to provide. My wife's not working. I've got to crank, man. I got to hustle. I, I want to yeah. take them on vacations. I want to go on these trips. I want to invest in this stuff. I want to invest for the future. I want to pay for the private school. My kid's going to high school next year and they're going to private. And like, what about that guy? Cause that was you. That oh, was man. me. Where, how do you counterbalance yeah. that? I love it. That's why step one, I think, you know, you and, and I and Aaron are, are, I think we're in pretty close alignment. Step one is exactly reaching into your soul and figuring out what's most important. Because frankly, if you skip that step, you know, if you achieve great financial success or whatever other metrics you're looking at to put those kids through college or to be on a beach somewhere, but if your health is absolutely destroyed and your relationships are destroyed, what have you got? What have you got? We saw this in Park City with GoBundance with 600 really elite entrepreneurs from all over the country. There was a pattern to people being in the red, going full tilt with their health and their relationships mm-hmm. and, and damaging those things, right? My real passion is helping people be sustainable and stay healthy physically, emotionally, mentally, and financially. Having a business that people can actually pay themselves commensurate for the roles they wear and have a double-digit healthy profitability on top of that. So it can happen. If you... If you do these things, right, and in my process, the 4% breakthrough, step five, after really looking deep, is putting your priorities on paper, and you will have a net gain in time, energy, and results. So it is possible, and you actually get more done in less time, is what I would say to all those questions. What's interesting is, my wife and I talk about it all the time, you know, Mental Purpose is a startup, although it was a brand that existed before me, and I bought the brand, it was nothing. And, and I'm not being derogatory. I'm just saying it was not, it was called men on purpose, yet it was basically a default type of brand. It was not on purpose at all. And it didn't have a message or a mission. It was just a concept that didn't work. And so we have a startup and my wife has to remind me, like you have been successful in the past building other businesses and this is a startup. So you got to be patient. And it's not going to produce as much as you imagine it will or that you know it's capable of. 
until you dial in the formulas tighter and tighter and tighter and fail and break stuff. And so the big thing that I have to remember is money is not the big return or the big result. Money is just one of the energies that flow from a formula working. And, and one of the things that I practice even this morning in my morning routine is gratitude for all the things I asked the universe to deliver that it has. Because I think even in my, even in my mind, and I talk to a lot of people like this, they ask for things, the universe delivers, and then they're like already looking for the next. Well, yeah, well, you know what? That's going to be amazing. And, and you have to sit back and say, okay, I don't measure success off of money alone. I can't, I, you can't measure success off of money alone. So like I'm sitting in my house in LA, I'm watching, you know, sunrises and sunsets. I'm, I'm looking out at the ocean. I'm going to the beach five times a week with my kids. I'm wearing a t-shirt every day. That's what I asked for. I asked for no more 30 degree, cold, rainy, gray, snowy days. I don't have that anymore unless I want to go to it. And, and I think what I was looking at is the next stage of the business delivery without appreciating the current stage delivery what the business delivers, which is not just money, it's freedom, it's understanding, it's clarity, it's learning, it's failure, it's growth, it's all those things. And one of those elements that it delivers is financial resource. And you mentioned it, time and energy. The, the business frees time and energy for me because it's systematized. And that, that gives that time to my kids or it makes it available. I have the choice of whether I do it or not. And I always do. That's right. That's right. So I just wanted to pop that out there because that's something that's prevalent in my life. Even today that I have, I have to every morning I am, I'm spending probably 20 minutes writing the smallest pieces of gratitude because I, I really want to show the universe. I'm very grateful for what I asked and what it delivered. And now with that gratitude foundation, it'll open up the next thing to deliver. The biggest thing that I work on is me. It's me, right? It's the only thing that I focus on first thing in the morning is me. Because if I'm not, if I'm not in line or aligned, what good am I throughout the day? To my family, to my business, to Aaron, to the people that count on us and men on purpose, almost 800 people, probably beyond 800 people by the time this goes out. It's a lot of people. Absolutely. I, you know, I just want to touch on so sure. many things. I mean, I love the gratitude part and I was blown away with GoBundance with some of the speakers, right? We can talk about gratitude. I mean, some really in incredible stories, um, you know, with, um, you know, uh, Mick Ebeling and, you know, nothing being imp not impossible. Yeah. I mean, you know, just some really incredible stories. And, you know, the other thing you just mentioned, and it's really, you know, a point for me today with patience, you know, I... My mentor, I'm really struggling with this and I'll share it. You know, my mentor made a statement to me and it was like, you really know when you've arrived as a manager, when you take on the toughest challenges first. And fortunately, I developed myself to, to that point where, you know, I, I'm 99.9% .9 of the time, I'm really willing to lean in on, on the toughest things first and not you know, maybe avoid that tough sure. conversation or letting somebody go, whatever it might be. And, um, that's good. However, you know, with relationships and what we're talking about now with my, my children and my wife, I'm, I'm realizing even a, my coach was talking to me today about 
exercising a little more patience because maybe because I want other people to be their best selves so sure. quickly and I just want to be this, you know, epitome of a teacher and coach and kind of move the needle, right? And go for these results. I have to balance that and slow down a little bit more and realize and probably ask more questions, right? Like the coaching habit by Michael Stangier, Bungie, I'm butchering yep. his name, but the Australian, yep. you know, and he's got seven questions he really advocates. So yeah, you bring up something that I'm just dealing with today with my own coach and you know, it's, it's a strength, but right when strengths become strong, they can actually become weaknesses. So, um, you know, I think you bring up a great point if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it totally does. What's interesting is in that exercising patience conversation or in that, in that realm, I want to go back to, to how you broke through things and, and give some action items and some tactical items. Um, the one thing I really want to point out that has come up a couple times in this conversation is you said a little bit earlier, uh, slow down, shut down, right? When you were describing kind of your, your, like your practice of, man, I got to slow down here. I, I I'm going way too hard and I'm going to fail at all of this. I'm trying to succeed at this, at all of it. And I'm going to wind up failing at all of it. And then exercising patience is the, is the next thing you said, like just recently, one of the best pieces of advice that I got from a very powerful coach I had in 2015, 2016, he never coached me again in the same capacity. I called him and I said, Hey man, like I, um, I got really angry at the office today and I cussed somebody out and it was really disrespectful. And, um, and I think I'm going to leave the office or slash they're going to ask me to leave the office. And he said, um, your ego is out of control. And I said, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And he said, uh, look, man, you're, you're chasing after the wrong, you're chasing after the wrong thing. And you're, 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 you're coming from such a place of fear and you're running so fast that you're making decisions that are not serving you, even though the checks are coming in at a very high level. And I was like, he goes, and, and that's where I started to learn, like the checks aren't the measure, the checks are the result of something in the right. formula working yet. Not maybe not all of it. And he said, I'm going to give you the best piece of advice that anybody's ever given you. And I was like, yeah, what is that? And I was still rarely in my ego and I was scared too. Cause I got my you know, gut check and he goes, slow the fuck down. And he hangs up on me and I called him back. His name it. is Nick Walter. He's a beautiful soul. He was a, such a great mentor and coach to me. And the next time we talked, it was different. And I, I, like he said, this is the only advice you need for me. Slow the fuck down, dude. Slow down. Where do you, where are you racing to? What are you running toward or from? And that's the, the question that I want to propose to all entrepreneurs out there or humans in general. And then I want to get your take on this. What are you running from in the personal development journey, especially like the curriculum that we take people through in mental purpose and our mastermind or our small group coaching or our one-on-one -on -one coaching, we focus on relationships relationship with yourself, relationship with your family, could be your spouse, children, brother, aunt, uncle, mom, whatever, and relationship in your business or your career, right? That those cover the vast majority of relationships in your life. Most of all, the one with yourself and the vast majority of people out there, entrepreneurs or not, they are running from something more than chasing something. They are running away from fear and it's pushing them yet. It's also slowing them down more than they think. So for me, it was 
I had been a, a millionaire in my 20s and I gone broke and kind of went down with my dad's business and I was really scared because my house was in foreclosure and my cars were getting repoed. I had no money. I didn't know how to get out of things. My identity was tied up in money. And so I started feeling, I, I was feeling those feelings. Like if I don't have money, I'm a loser. I'm a failure. I'm good. I'm no good to anybody. And so I was running from this fear of not being good enough and not being approved of and not being appreciated and not being loved and all those things that I thought money brought and I thought success brought yet fear was actually a headwind. And I was running from fear and it was also pushing back on me. And I was like, it was like me trying to get out of a straitjacket. And that's why, that's why uh, Nick said, slow down. The monster is not chasing you anymore. It's all in your head, man. Focus on your personal development even deeper. And that's what I find the, the, the a, a very common pattern in most men who we coach is that they're running from fear, which is actually pushing in front of them and slowing them down. They don't realize how much it is. Because they see the money flow and they think success and involvement or right. achievement. Yet movement does not equal achievement. And I'm a poster child of that from my past. So what were you running from when you got sick, when you were just physically and emotionally just toast? What were, do you know what you were running from? It, I, I think it's rising up in me and it's, it's amazing to hear you say that. You, you're so articulate and you say that well, so well. You. You know, I think that for me, it's, it, it, you know, it was, and, you know, there's still some of it that I'm working through, but insecurity is, you know, insecurity and self-worth and, you know, you know, I'll use the expression and there's a lot to it. You know, I'm friends with someone, Chris Kelso, who wrote an entire book on it, um, who I mentioned at the conference, you know, imposter syndrome. It's, it's all of that. And, you know, I think Steve Jobs, you know, suffered from some of that, right? He was you know, ad adopted and, um, you know, and all those insecurities, like I didn't feel, even when I had, I didn't feel you know, worthy, right? I, I mean, I'm an only child and, you know, my parents weren't college edu educated. We can find all these sure. insecurities. My dad was a blue collar worker and, you know, I lived in the country and I didn't have cable, right? In seventh and eighth grade when, you know, MTV was hitting the world and those kind of things. We can all find things and make excuses. Sure. And, but, but I felt like, there was a pivotal time. I'm trying to think it was like five to seven years ago when I felt like I, I broke through in your words. I love the, you know, the theme of breaking down and breaking sure. through, right? These are some of my favorite words. You know, I felt like I had finally gotten to a point where there was, I had enough personal development and professional development that it was all on me. I couldn't blame my parents anymore. Couldn't blame anybody else. You know, it was it was up to me now. And obviously it took, you know, 40, you know, three to 45 years of my life to get to that point. So yeah, that's a little bit what I'm, I'm thinking happened and, and how I got there. And it's only through persevering that you really can get there. You know, I don't, entrepreneurs, obviously we're used to getting smacked in the sure. face by necessity, right? If we're going to be part of the 96% that actually survives beyond 10 years, you know, we're going to have to really get back up and, and you know, power through. So I, I do think that, you know, even just talking to another lady who has a cleaning business this week, who cleans our offices and, and my home, she mentioned her husband, when he gets home from work, he's a supervisor in a blue collar type job. He just wants to sit down and relax. 
See, the entrepreneur is forced. We can't really just sit sure. down and relax like a nine to five, right? We've got to figure out, you know, do payroll and just do all these things. So, you know, running a business is the ultimate personal, you know, I, I won't even say personal development tool, but the ultimate development tool. I don't know if you've ever thought about it like that, but I concept. really believe there's a lot of truth It's a to that. great concept because yeah. it is a... Um, one of the things that we say in, in MLP in, in when people come into our mastermind is just understand you cannot unsee, unhear, or unknow the things that we're going to uncover. You could be going down a very dangerous route if you are not fully, fully in on this road, fully committed. And I think that the entrepreneur's journey, um, is, is that illumination It's the first piece of our purpose-driven formula. And I, we went over it with you in that, in that, um, stage presentation, the first, st first stage or first part of our purpose-driven formula is illumination. And so what you're talking about, what we're talking about here is the entrepreneur's journey. It illuminates a ton of those insecurities, the past programs, the belief patterns from mom and dad, the, I'm an imposter because my parents were blue collar and we didn't have anything. And now I just made a million dollars and who the hell am I? Like that is going to register with so many people out there yet. It is up to you to really understand what's driving you, you know? And a lot of people will say to me, I, I think I'm good. And I'm like, cool. Well, if you don't have every result that you want in your life and we have this exercise, which by the way, audience, if you want it, DM us, email me at mentalpurposepodcast at gmail.com. Like we'll get you this exercise for free. It's fantastic. We call it our 10 domains and we give people a, a domain audit. And in it, we take the 10 biggest areas of your life that take the most out of you. Um, physical health and nutrition, emotional and mental health, love and sex, your, your income generation, and then your output or your use of resources, which is time, money, and energy. Because if you think about it, most of those people, most people will say something about money, but they don't, uh, they don't account for time and energy. So the guy that goes home after the blue collar job and just sits and relaxes, he actually kind of has it right, yet he's not working on himself. There's a counterbalance right. there. I actually had to force myself to learn how to stop. And the way I did that was understanding what I will regret later on in life that I will never be able to get back, which is time with my little kids. So like when I get done this interview, done for the day, whatever, 3.30 Pacific time. Yes, there are 50 things I could do. And yes, there's tons of calls and tons of, you know, extra, uh, uh, there's so much I could do. Yet at a certain point, when do I turn that tap off and just go into full dad mode and be present with my kids. When we go to the beach later, I'm not thinking about men on purpose. I'm not thinking about coaching. I'm not thinking about breakthroughs for people. I'm thinking about building a sandcastle and running through that cold ass Pacific ocean. That's it. And for anybody that's like, tried that, can't do it. It's a, it's a conditioned reflex. You must practice turning it off. I promise you, I can get into bed at 7.30 and I can watch TV for an hour and go to bed at peace and not go crazy with my business anymore because there's only so much I can do. The up all night, the worry constantly, that's my fear and my ego, not my present moment. Because in the present moment, that shit doesn't exist. 
So the biggest thing that I can tell entrepreneurs to do is practice presence and understanding what, it, you, what you're doing and who you are in that present moment. And you will free yourself from the, from the incarceration of the past and the future mixing on your present all the time. Is that, is that a cool way to describe it, I think? Yeah, incarceration. Oh, yeah. dude, so, incarceration, I mean, so well said. And, th- you know, this is all like Eckhart Tolle, yeah, right? Totally. I mean, the power of now, being in the moment. And it's part of my mission statement, you know, to live in yeah. the moment and be my best self. And, you know, the, the words my mentor used was flipping the switch. Yeah. And this is like really where it all hits the fan in my process in the 4% breakthrough of the introspective work on steps one through four. And then step five is, again, you got to commit to those priorities. Put them on paper, your sleep, your exercise, your personal development time, your family time, your work on the business, right? Not just in the business. All those, you know, big boulders, those most important things in your life, whatever they're going to be, you've got to you know, document them and commit to them. So, um, no, I I love that. And, you know, you've achieved, you know, like you said, some lifestyle and geographic freedom and, you know, obviously extreme financial success. So, you know, that's great. And really I, you know, kudos to you and everyone listening, you know, keep working towards really flipping the switch because that's not easy to do. It's, that's an area that I struggle with. And again, that, having this like time map or you know framework, what I call a success schedule, is my guiding light. So uh, whatever tool you're gonna use, make sure you know when your family time should be because frankly, if you don't have a plan, right, it, it's not gonna happen by accident. There's a CEO I support, um, you know, of an eight-figure company, and he said, Lance, on our, one of our first meetings, he's like, I carry my gym bag around all week, and I only get to work out on weekends. Yeah. He doesn't have a right, plan. Right. He didn't know when he was going to work out during the week. It's not going to magically rear its head and say, come on in to the gym now. You know, you're not going to get 100 text messages and emails and phone calls, you know, and notifications. Good luck. You know, what's interesting about that is what comes up for me is a question that I ask people all the time. Why are you doing all this? What's the point of your business? And they go, money. I'm like, I've got to have money. And I'm like, technically you don't. You can move to the Amazon. You could live off the grid. You could go to Montana. You could live off the grid. You're choosing this lifestyle. Why is this important? What are you doing? What are you doing this for? Oh, uh, for, I think people start using buzzwords. Oh, for wealth generation or generational wealth or passive income for the future. And they use these words because they've been passed around in our communities. However, it's, it's like they're blindly just running through a field of like sticker bushes praying to God they don't get stuck again. You know, it's so (laughs) obvious to you and to me, right. That they have done zero to very little, you know, introspective work when, you know, with those statements, right. I mean, there's very few people when you really try to peel the layers back and ask them what's most important to them. And I try to ask this 10 different ways, you know, even in my process, I sort of, I have them come up with their personal mission statement but then I have them cross check it, you know, most recently with their priorities and it's always different. Most entrepreneurs kind of want to jump straight to their company sure. mission and I want to do X, Y, Z, but they haven't, you know, thought about their, whatever's First, most yeah. important, their spirituality or their family or sure. themselves, if they want to be the oxygen mask type concept. So yeah, I mean, really I can think of, I can't think of anybody in the hundreds of people now that I've been helping 
to kind of really figure out their priorities who say it's the money. Yeah. Well, then, but then what's the money do? Like the money is just a tool. The business is only a tool. Now I will, I'll go back on that a tad bit because men on purpose for me is a part of my mission and is a movement and mission in itself, right? It's still a, it's still a business and it's also a, a mission. Like your mission in your, your, your mission was still a business in the physical therapy world, like helping people get healthier, get better, get more mobility, more flexibility. It's still a business, yet it, it, it drives you every day. And, um, and I think more people need to tap into that. But the business is just a tool. And when people say to me, like, well, what's the point of the business then? And I'll say, literally, it's to be, to be able to have maximum time with my family out in the world as our playground and our classroom, celebrating moments, memories, and experiences together. Um, I just blanked on it. Um, unrestricted and unencumbered, which is time, money, energy, effort, right? It's a long mission statement. And I'm just, I'm just verbatim telling you the beginning of it. So does my business provide that for me? Does it open that opportunity for me to spend max time with my family? Not sometime, not kind of when I can, it's max time. So that means like when I think about it in terms of a formula, my business doesn't, can't have me 12 hours a day or I wouldn't be spending max time. And like, I don't want to be sitting in the house all the time because then we're not out in the world as a playground in a classroom, learning and playing together in the world. Okay, clear. So then in my business, I'm making decisions based on my, my mission in my life for my family, not the other way around, not the other way around. And so it goes, cool. Well, how do I work five hours a day between the time that my daughter goes to school and my daughter gets out of school? She's in kindergarten. Um, I need leverage. Cool. What else do you need? I need systems. Cool. What else do you need? I need to get rid of fear that I'm not going to make enough money from only working five hours a day. Cool. How are you going to do that? I'm going to use these systems. Cool. How are you else going to do that? I'm going to hire a coach. Very, very, very clear, right? Super clear. It's a formula. All of life is a formula. All of business is a formula. If you don't have the results you want, look at your formula. And guess what? You're the main attraction. You're the main common denominator. It's most likely, now it's guaranteed that if you don't have the results you want in every area of your life, and yes, I believe you can have exactly what you want in all areas, it's you. It's on you. Your problem, your fault, totally. you're to blame. Do the work on you, all right? between our yeah. ears right it's it's it it's always us right this is extreme accountability and you're making me think about you know michael gerber language yeah. what you're saying you know we need to create businesses that serve our yeah. lives not the other way around right we don't want you know our the you know to serve the business and you know obviously michael gerber is the absolute king of processes and systems and you know i'm just finishing up david green's burr mm-hmm. book and, you know, for the non-real estate people, you know, check it out. It's buy, renovate, rehab, yep. rent, refinance, um, repeat, re- refinance, repeat. And, he, you know, he towards the end of the book, he really gets into systems and processes. And, you know, even Marcus Limonis for the profit yep. fans, right? People process products. So it's this interplay. I think we want to be process driven, but people are a higher priority and it seems like, you know, men on purpose, you've guys got a beautiful algorithm. I love it. But the probably the magic in that is just like we were talking about pre-interview. It's in, you know, 
measuring, pivoting, adjusting, tweaking, the magic is in, sure. you know, going through the process. You can't skip nope. steps and you certainly can't just make it up and uh, go straight to action. No, and, and, and I'll tell you, I have done that before. I did that in my real estate business because I was broke and I needed money fast. And then um, a year in, I realized something was missing. I was working 14 hours a day and I thought, well, my dad said you have to work 14 hours a day when you're going to business. So how hard is this? And, and my wife was like, well, I kind of want you home a little bit more than, than like a couple hours. And then you fall asleep because you're like you were talking about, you're burnt. And after the first year, I realized like, I can't do this like this for very long. I'm not going to make it. I'm not cut like this. I used to tell myself I was this hustler and grinder, but I don't like this shit. I don't care what you say about hustle and grind. I don't like this. And so I knew the systems had to come into play. I knew that. And if you think about it like this, my, how does men on purpose serve my life besides in the financial aspect? Um, which by the way, it's a startup. So my mental purpose isn't like, isn't like helping me buy Ferraris and shit. Like I live in a cool place in a cool house because I planned for it. And that's what I want to go back to is have a plan. I planned for this. This isn't spontaneous. I had a plan six years ago and I worked that plan to get here. Um, what's interesting is mental purpose serves me in so many capacities. If I want to be the best husband and father I can possibly be, what is the number one way to be held accountable? Run a, run a coaching business with 800 people in it that are watching you as a model, right? Major accountability. Yes. Like you want to be, That's you want to be forced into growth and, and development and, and have a mirror up at every angle that you look. That's this business for me. So I created a business that at, like hit my heart, right? I, I still get very emotional when I recline testimonials. Like I'm very proud of the work we're doing and the, the type of movement that we're making in the world. And it also forces me to level up every effing day because there's so many people that count on me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, that's the same that I model here. Like they're counting on me and I'm not perfect by the way. However, yeah, for sure. None it's of us. forced me to level up, level up. And it's not like I run a, a, a dentistry practice, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just giving like an opposite. And then I'm like, hey, I want to be the best dentist so I can be the best dad. Well, you could still, you could still link those. I want to be the best CPA so I can be the best dad. It's all in leadership of yourself, right? It's right. relationships of yourself, right. of your family, and of your professional world. It's that simple. That's what we do. And so I want to go back to, you said something, you must have a plan. Um, it's interesting because so many people don't. I, I, why do you think that is? Yeah, you know, I think I don't. I didn't mention this yet, but I think that the ninety-six percent failure stat is related to the data that I've been compiling. You know, it, it's almost the same number as the you know the entrepreneurs that don't have a, a business plan, that don't have a plan. That failure rate. Yeah. So as far as the reason goes, you know, I think. Many just don't know how to do it. And then otherwise they, you know, people just can't break away from the day-to-day -day chaos, sure. right? It goes back to everything we've been talking about. And I think, you know, it's hard to get out of this spiral. So I would argue, and I think you believe the same, that we have to go back to the beginning to step one to ourself. But it's easier to let me hire one other sure. person or let me, you know, do some kind of like fix. And that's just a patch. That's a patch in the dam. Yep. You have to go back to yourself 
and it's not easy. So yeah, I don't think people don't know how to do it. it fortunately, I was mentored in this strategic sure. planning process and you know, they just don't make the time and they don't make it a priority. They don't see the value, right? And I hate to generalize, but people who are really strong at sales again, who go straight to action, people that just, you know, want to go fight the battles and, and don't want to just take five minutes to plan their day on the mountaintop. You know, it's this total interplay between strategy and action. So you've got to have the discipline. You have to have the commitment. You have to see the value. I think those are the biggest reasons. Yeah, I, I hear from a lot of people. I want to coach with you. I want to join your mastermind. I want to come to one of your front runner events. Um, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to buy another property first. Then I'll be free. Or I'm going to buy this other piece of equipment. I'm going to invest in that. And then I'll be, and then I'll, it'll, it'll, it'll free up my time or I'll, or like you said, um, I'm going to hire this person. They're going to free me up. And then this, and I'll say, okay, do you want my opinion on this? Forget about my product. You, this is for anybody that you're going to go get help with. Like your life, your business, everything in it grows to the extent that you do. You're the common denominator. Like you're the, you're the weak part of the formula. And you can, you can hire this person and you can get this other piece of leverage and you can use that to free yourself up. The, the challenge is, it's like people that say, oh, in 30 years when I retire, I'll enjoy my life or I'll go on that trip. We know what happens after most people retire. They die because they don't have a purpose anymore. Well, the, the problem right. is you are now building a habit of next, 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 next. And the brain wires that way. Or, well, when I have this, I can then treat myself. Or when I have that, or when I have this level of success or money in the bank or whatever, I can now invest in me. The problem is you're building a bad, non-serving habit. And people might not get that. However, it is very true. The people that say like, I wanna work on me, I wanna make that commitment, and as soon as I have this new like printing press, I'll be freed up and, uh, and I'll hire this employee, and then I can come and join your mastermind. Okay. What happens after the printing press doesn't work and you, the new hire just quits on you? Then you have another excuse three months later and another reason six months later and another reason a year later. What is the brain doing? The brain's going, oh, this is the regular activity. Okay, I'm going to hardwire this. It's don't spend time on you. Make excuses out here. Always be out there. And that's, I see, man, I see that pattern so often. Well, when I buy this next property, then I'll, I'll be free and I can work on me. Oh, when I get the, like, it's crazy to me. However, I was that guy. As soon as my business reaches For a certain sure. level, me too. I, I can, I can invest in coaching. I can invest in my health. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Cause then it turns out what, what happened to you in 2018 it happened to me. I dropped 20 pounds and I don't have 20 pounds to drop. And people were like, there's something wrong with you. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I don't know what's wrong with me. And something's like got to give here. Like I, I have a size 30 yeah. waist right now. I went to a 28 and I'm five wow. feet 11 or 10. And that's, that's a small waist. I was too skinny. Yeah. And it was because I was putting so much pressure on myself and I had been doing coaching yet. I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't taking the medicine fully. I was like biting the pill in half and sticking the rest in my cheek. Yeah. Uh, that was like 2016, mm -hmm. but it's not 2018, 2016. And, um, and I realized like, you're not playing full out here, dude. You're not honoring your commitment. You're not having integrity. You're a fucking liar. You're a liar to your children, to your wife, to yourself, to your business, your employees, the people accounting, you're a liar. And I, I had to make a shift, make a switch. So 
Let, let's you. talk about wow, impressive. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. Um, hey, just so you know, I know you're gonna you're in California. You're gonna be flipping the switch to go to the beach. I'm gonna be flipping the switch to uh, drive my daughters to no, dance. Love it. So I've I've just I got a, a cool, minute cool. or two. And, let's wrap um, up, man. I, th- give it our best. This stuff. has been yeah. great. Like, I, there's so much stuff we can go through in your book. I will make sure that people know where to get it and all that. Um, God, dude, this has been great. Like, I. I really enjoy hearing your story and the, and the value that you have, like, and vice versa. I really encourage people to go get this book. I really like this. I love how you balance the personal and the professional taking care of yourself. Thank you so much. Mentally, emotionally, physically, nutritionally, and the business stuff. Like this is a very complete book. So good on you, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, I want to put it on audio right now, but certainly yeah, available on Kindle and print. Um, so no, I'm humbled and honored that you're reading it. And yeah, I'm glad that you're, you're loving it. Um, so thank you for sure. And I, man, we could continue so many different directions. I lost track of time. <laughs> I mean, so much good stuff. We, we will circle yes. back for sure. And dude, you guys are doing amazing things. I, I, I want to check your programs out better, right? Coaches need coaches, right? We all need, you know, need support. Sure. So it sounds like, um, you know, obviously I was blown away in person and I can't oh, thanks, wait man. to learn more about your offerings. Well, Lance, as well. let's get you more involved in the MOP community. Like we talked about before we jumped on, on recording here, I'll reach out to you. We'll figure it out. And in, in the meantime, where can the audience find out more about you? Yeah. So, um, check me out, uh, on socials at, uh, Dr. Lance knob K N A U B and, um, email me anything you need. Uh, Dr. Lance knob at Denali like the mountain, D-E-N-A-L-I, consultingteam.com. And um, yeah, the, our website is Denali Consulting Team. So yeah, reach out, anything you need. Definitely strategic planning is a, you know, in these business plans is a passion of mine. I love to help entrepreneurs, you know, create a plan. So um, I've got a framework called the Jolt and, um, you know, try it, like spend the time, get some, white space on your schedule, break away from the noise and spend an hour to do some of this most important work, which is what we've been talking about today. And you will, you know, have, you actually achieve your, your personal goals, right? You'll, you'll know what's most important to you. So then you can commit to it and then achieve that. And, and not just in a, you know, in a, in a flash, as Ian said, you know, it will all pass us by. And if we hadn't even really thought about what success looks like, we are certainly not going to, you know, achieve what we're going after. So thanks so much, Ian. Appreciate well said, it, man. Really appreciate you being here. Appreciate your time, your knowledge, your wisdom. The book has been awesome. Um, and I'm not saying that because you're on. I, I told you before off air, a lot of people send me books. I, I really am reading this because it has a lot of value in it. Um, even my wife was like, are you really reading that? I'm like, I'm really, really reading it for me. So, dude, thanks for being here, and uh, we'll get you more involved in the community and 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 ways that we can all support can't wait. each other. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, cool. my friend. All right. Well, thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you and Aaron again Absolutely. soon. Thanks, Lance. Take care.